now, Brandon Thickboy Sean. Sugar Sean, what's going on, brother? The talk of the town. Even though you didn't fight, you are the... There's, I mean, across all facets of media right now in the fight game, you are the face of the Bantamweight division, my man. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been the face of the division for for a while now, but especially right now. Um, sucks for Aljo, kind of, you know. Hey, give, give the guys credit, just be Henry Cejudo, but, you know, yeah, we're kind of outshining him with, with uh, you know, the Sugar Show gets the title shot next. Yeah, the Sugar Show is here. I mean, it, it arrived way before this but after the peter yan <clears throat> win to solidify as the number one contender kind of did it yeah isn't it interesting because and i don't get it with aljo I, you know i enjoy aljo you know i love aljo he's a good fighter um really the hate he just never gets the respect it kind of it, it just the perfect storm for him I, I don't think you know he didn't go into the peter yan fights with a huge kind of following in the peter yan the way he got the belt right so it's like just people kind of disrespect the dude and then with, even with, you know, what he did to Corey Sandhagen's ridiculous, TJ Dillashaw, they're like, ah, but he was injured, so he doesn't get the credit there. And then with Henry Cejudo, they're like, ah, it's an older Cejudo. He took three years off. I'm like, damn. Well, maybe the, the sugar fight is what he needs to get respect. Even if you were to lose, you're a monster. You would think that would give him the respect. I don't know what – there's certain guys, there's just, you know, with the UFC trying to figure out the marketing, there's not much you can do, man. You know, either you got it or you don't. Yeah, I don't, and it's weird because it's not like people. They, I think he went through a phase where people definitely didn't like him. He, yep. was, he was hated it uh, out a little bit, but he's never been super loved. And I would say it doesn't seem like he's hated necessarily anymore. He went through that clown phase where people are clown, clown, clown. Where I think that kind of stopped. So it's not really like he's almost, you know, you almost got to dive into that heel, heel more and just be that guy that you know people want to hate rather than try to be the guy that people want to like they either like you or they don't it doesn't really matter what you do what podcast you go on what you say Agreed. they like you or they don't so yeah he's kind of in that middle ground to where he's like not hated not loved it's, it's uh you know weird I, I wouldn't want to be in that position i want to be hated or loved uh i'd rather be loved i mean but if you're from hated i'll fucking run with that too yeah the, you you want them to have opinion one way or the other you don't want to be neutral yeah it's if you look at yeah. the floyd mayweather kind of blueprint People hated him, and they tuned into his fights. Some of the, you know, the top four pay per views of all time. They tuned tuned into his fights to see him lose. He don't care. Yep. Money's money. Whether you pay it, you love him. You pay it, you hate him. All he cares about is the money. I mean, Cejudo yeah, kind of so. did it. Cejudo ran with it a little bit. He was, you know, the cringy thing. He just leaned into it. So then, some that some was, people, you know, it, it's, that wasn't it. <laughs> that's that not wasn't it. it. That, that ain't was it. Not it. That wasn't it. <laughs> him and his little, him and his coach, captain. Like that's just not it. And I mean, I think you can see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that wasn't it. I, I don't think uh, he tried. You got to give him credit. He tried, and he's still trying, and it's still not working. But uh, who knows? Maybe you just try for you know. 10, 15 years of not working, and who knows, maybe it'll 10, randomly come along, but I don't... Yeah. 10, 15 years of looking at your face. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah. Now, you were a guy that came out, I saw you scored it for Cejudo. Did you rewatch it? Were you high? Do Because my producer, out of like, I watched it with Dominic Cruz. You know, you, you want to watch that 135 title shot with a freaking goat. That's Dominic Cruz. We both had it for Sterling pretty easily, four to one. I could see three to two. Wow. Yeah, I could see three to two argument. Three to two, I'll entertain. Outside that, I don't see it. Now, my producer, Chin, he, his bad vision, his glasses were <laughs> dirty. His glasses were super dirty. But when I heard you say he thought Cejudo won, 
I didn't put too much into it because I'm like, well, he's sitting cage side. It's tough to score fights cage side. Yeah, it was really hard to see. Like we, when there's a pole in the middle and you're missing out on, you know, very important parts or did that land or did yeah. that, what happened there? It's hard to judge a fight. Um, I also was maybe leaning towards Hendricks. I wanted him to win. I wanted that fight more. I feel like I just really, you know, want to slap Henry. Um, mm. So that, that, that's a fight in the future that could still happen. But watching it, Kate said, I did think, and I was honestly a little surprised they gave it to Aljamain. I thought in the wrestling and grappling department, it was very neutral. I didn't really see, at least from my perspective, no one really out grappled each other too much. And, and, and on the feet, it looked like Henry was landing the, the bigger shot. Mm-hmm. But I haven't watched it. I really, really do want to watch it. Tim and I are going to watch it uh, very soon to kind of, you know, game plan for Aljo anyway. Yep. But uh, I, I'm very interested in what, what I'll see and, and how that'll change because, you know, a lot of people said, it, there are certain people I've talked to that said watched it live, had already rewatched it, and they did switch over to Aljo. So it, it's crazy, like how how fights are just different perspectives. But yeah, I'm gonna rewatch it very soon, and, and who knows, I might have a different uh, outlook on it. Here's the thing, dude. You know how you've been a million fights. You've been you know cage side. That's the view of the judges. It's like they should not be cage side. They should be in a separate room where they can see what the viewer seeing on TV, because that's the best way to critique a fight, analyze a fight. Being cage side or in person is not the way to do it, man. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. They, they probably have a little bit better. They put on the poles in the way, but still, I mean, still, the, the TV is the best way to watch a fight, the different mm-hmm. angles that, that for sure the judges should be. You know, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, you know, the judges in, in a separate room with no audio or with just the spe- just like the fight sound on it, not the crowd? It's hard to, you know, I don't know if that's possible, but yeah, I wonder wonder what's the most positive, best way to, for the judges to watch and judge the fight. Agree. Uh, before we get into fighting, this, uh, it, this just hit me, then we get back to Zahudo and Aljo and all that other crap. But dude, your sons are playing my Nuggets. Your sons are playing my <laughs> Nuggets, and my Nuggets are beating that ass. We're about to close it out. I think, I think they play on Friday. We're going to seal the deal. Are you sad about that? Do you want to bet on it? What are you feeling here? You know what? I, I I don't I don't keep up with basketball enough. I do know I, I'm I've, the only reason I do is because I've been uh, playing prize picks, and that's the only reason I kind of keep up with sports is when I'm putting money on it. And uh, yeah, I seen that the Suns. You know, the, hey, it's not over. It's not over <laughs> till it's, it's over. Over, you know over. I mean? uh, you know what I mean? Just twenty twenty three. They could be. Yeah, I'm champ this year. Suns champ. That could be pretty crazy. Uh, I'll be champ regardless this year. So maybe if they need to do, you know, run it next year, we can do it. But hey, it's not over till it's over. They need to get your ass in there and give them a freaking pep talk. That's what they need to do. Or a fucking shooting guard, one of the two. <laughs> or a shooting guard, get in there, man. Chris Paul's hurt. Sl- uh, but let's get back exactly. to the fight talk, brother. With the fight talk, you know, when it you said you uh, were leaning towards Sahuda, you want Sahuda to win. I assume because you think. Sohudo's gonna sell more pay-per-views like it's a bigger fight i feel like aljo after winning that's the bigger fight now i also before you answer i don't think it matters i think you're the cash cow here either way i don't think it really matters on your opponent yeah i i, I agree at this point i'm like well aljo just beat henry so so it's they're, they're very similar as far as sell selling the pay-per-views go um but yeah i thought henry or I, I, there's i would like to slap henry more than aljo um, I do think that stylistically Henry is an easier fight for me. Not that Aljo is an easy fight by any means, but I do think, you know, he's a lot less dangerous. Aljo, Aljo, you know, Aljo is one of the greatest bantamweights of all time. Yep. Uh, 
with his resume right now and, and current fighting is just different than back in the day. So I think Aljo is the best bantamweight um, right now. So me going out there and beating him will be massive, will be huge. Uh, but yeah, I thought Henry versus Sugar, you know, battle of the Mexican champs would, would be interesting, but this will be good still. But also look at when you, when you look at Henry's skill set, if he fought you the way he fought Aljo with that kind of weird, like Taekwondo, like straight up stance, man, that'd be a tough Sleep night in the him. office. For, yeah, that is, that's exactly what I thought when I saw him, like, boy, if he gets past Aljo, he fights, you know, Sugar this way. That's, that's gonna be a tough night with that straight up chin in the air style and hands. Like fucking bass rooting like it's 1993 i was like dude this is gonna be tough yeah that was weird i mean connor connor posted a video that was pretty you know pretty fun. it was hilarious it was accurate it's like what are you doing standing like that you're five three fight like it don't fight like you're agree i mean that's not even a way to fight even if you're tall with your chin up like that hands like that don't go out there making breakdowns saying you know this is the greatest coach of all time the greatest fighter of all time they go out there with a whack-ass stance like that um, he's stance. lucky he, He's lucky he lost to Aljo because if he didn't lose to Aljo, he would have lost to me in a way worse fashion. I would have put his lights out. I agree um, with that. But I think Aljo too. He, he's not. He, he wasn't looking much sharper on the feet. That motherfucker's chin's up there too, walking forward all weird. Like he's gonna get sniped. I think you have a sizable advantage when it comes to striking over both both of those guys. Like that. That's you know. That's your huge advantage over both these contenders. Even with Marab, you know, I'm not contenders because Sterling's the champ, but with Marab, uh, Henry, uh, Sterling is the champ, you have a pretty huge advantage when it comes to the striking. I mean, all those guys. And then obviously, we would give them more of the advantage when it comes to the grappling. That's why I'm excited to see this because I think even your striking was underrated till you fought Peter Yan. Then people are like, oh, damn. It's like, yeah, dude. That's what most of all the experts are like, yeah, the kid can fucking can box kid has striking man. yeah so i think the peter yon kind of proved those haters you know wrong yeah i, I mean i dropped peter i don't know anyone else that has dropped peter okay. in the second round i cracked him with that left hand i did put him down with that right hand shortly about briefly and, and that just goes to show you how good peter yon was because he hit me with a left hand that i still don't know how i ate um but uh yeah that Peter Yon is, is very, very dangerous. I think he's way more of a dangerous opponent than Henry. I don't know if he's necessarily more dangerous. Aljo's dangerous in different ways than Peter. Mm -hmm. um, but I think Peter I think Peter beats Henry for sure. I think Henry, I think Peter sleeps Henry. What's weird too is after you, what you did to Peter, he's <laughs> never, I think you mentioned this and I, I co-signed this on, on my show. Peter hasn't been the same since that last year. He's never, you know, there's just certain fights. There's certain uh, JDS Stipe, JDS was never the same, neither was Stipe for that matter, but there's certain fights, uh, Gustafin, John Jones, there's certain fights, guys are just never the same. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, he fought, he did fight Marab, who is, is very, very dangerous and good in the opposite way of me, where he's just like, grapple, 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 he fought a killer in Marab, who, who's very dangerous, so we'll see who Peter gets next, I, I think Peter versus Cheeto is an interesting fight, Peter versus Henry is an interesting fight. Oh. Um, Peter versus Rob Font. Like, there's some big fights out there that I'd like to see Peter, you know, come back, and I think he will. But also, it's like people hate losing to me because of you know the way I look, the way I talk, whatever it is. They do not want to lose to me, especially after you know going. You know, Peter. I think thought this was, that was going to be an easy fight. We took him in the deep waters and we beat him there. So I think, uh, yeah, I mean, that's got to play play some part in his mind. Yeah, I think you're one of those guys that falls in that lane where it's like, obviously you have this huge following, and people are like, oh, well, he's more famous than he is talented. 
You know, he's he's, he's yeah. really famous. He's big on, you know, all, all the social media platforms. He's big on, you know, the video game scene and he has his fan base, but he's not he doesn't have the skill like these other guys. Then you get Peter Yan, they're like, watch this. And then you whoop his yeah. ass like, oh, god damn. So I you're kind of the first guy because I would say different obviously the looks are completely different he's across the pond but patty pimlet similar vibe uh vibe meaning his how do i put this this is no disrespect on patty pimlet he doesn't have your skill set he just does he's not there yet but his fame outshines his talent right now so people are like oh we yeah. want to see him against you know the number five guy we put him in there against you know gaichi and you're like jesus christ yeah. dude you know so it can be a disservice yeah. and then the fan base kind of revolt against that because you haven't beat those guys to deserve that place on the card but you're the outlier who's done it when you beat peter young yeah yeah and that peter young fight i've watched it so many times it is such a close fight i do believe i won round one and three but i'm i'm, I'm not mad at people that say hey you lost that fight so hey that was a close fight peter young i know how gangster that dude is he is you know, regardless of his last fight against Murad, that dude is very, very dangerous. Was a very tough fight. So for me to go out there and get the job done, that was that was massive, especially to the fans, the casuals that did think I was just like, you know, big, big following. It's like I got famous because I started knocking people out. I wasn't famous and then came into the UFC. Correct. I got famous for knocking people out. I got famous because I have skills. So uh, yeah, there, there, there's different there. And I agree with Patty. The Patty situation. It's like I don't know him personally. I don't know you know how i don't know his lifestyle i don't know his routines but for me i can say i live this shit i've lived this shit mm -hmm. since i was you know 18 and moved to phoenix i train and i recover and that's what i do um you know yeah i smoke weed yeah i can party with the boys sometimes but you know that's a very 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 small percentage of, of what i what i do I, i'm uh you know i live this lifestyle yeah i think it's different but i also think too for patty it's like you know, massive, massive falling over there in Liverpool across the pond there, you know, fun those, uh, was it cage of fury or whatever the hell it is? Cage Warriors, massive, you know, champion cage Warriors, selling out arenas, selling out more tickets than the UFC did over there. So he had this massive following, but I think the UFC did right by you, you know, Dana White contender series, you burst on the scene and then they didn't just throw you to the wolves, like Sage Northcutt or something like that. Like you had a great progression and if I'm the UFC, that yeah. that's how it should be done, man. It's the the MMA fan base, the UFC fan base, and the matchmakers for a long time would just toss you guys to the fucking Wolverines. And you know, I did it with Sage, with Patty a little bit. They tossed him a little bit too much too soon in his last fight, which we saw, which most people think he lost that fight. So it just puts pressure on the guy. And a lot of it's from the fans. Like, no, let these guys build up like boxing does. Boxers don't yeah. fight anybody to what? Fucking their 30th fight or some shit like that? You know, but you've done it right, yeah. man. You, and it, Pete, if I'm Patty, I'm going. I want the sugar treatment. Like, don't toss me in the yeah. top fifteen. Let me let me get my experience. Get in the octagon. You can put me wherever you want on the card, but don't toss me these fucking monsters. Like you've done it right, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I got in the UFC when I was like 22 years old. I was so young. Like I had only really been fighting like at a good to high level since I was 18. You yeah, know, man. so not not too long when I got in the UFC. And yeah, they did. UFC did a really good job. You know, you got to give props to Sean Shelby. He, he's Sean Shelby's a brilliant dude. He I really love is. Sean, yeah. He does a really he does a really good job. And uh, yes, you know, people hated it, hated it, or whatever. We're here now. We're fighting for the title. I just beat a legitimate, you know, a, a very legitimate guy that you can't deny has, has very good skills. Uh, former champ, former world champion, and uh, yeah. So, so the UFC did a really good job. Um, but also, yeah, when you're in the UFC, maybe. 
maybe maybe don't get into the UFC until you built that resume outside the UFC True. or got skilled enough. I I lucked out and hey, I, I mean, I can't take credit for it. UFC did a good job, you know, building building my uh my resume and and uh yeah, we're here. Yeah, here you are, man. And when when you look at I don't you probably didn't see it, but when we had Don McCruz on the fight campaign, he's talking about the fight and uh, you know, he obviously he 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 gives credit to Al Joe and he gives credit to Henry Cejudo, but he's saying about Cejudo, he doesn't respect him taking the three years off. He goes, it's he goes, it's bit shit, man. He goes, well, me, the rest of contenders like Sugar and TJ and all of us are working ass off, fighting, staying in camp. You know, we're getting tested all the time. He just quit for no reason. Yeah, he's like he had no reason. He's like he's just bit shit, man. He's like I don't respect him taking three years off, healing his body, and then deciding to come back. He's like that's not how this game works. He's like I just don't respect it. It's an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, who knows? You know, he, he went out there, got a got a second girlfriend, got her pregnant, had a baby, took take some personal time. I, t- to me, I'm on, I'm on my own shit. I don't give a fuck about anybody else or what they're doing. If they're taking time off, if they're taking fights, if they're training, I really just don't care. I know I'm training. I know I'm improving and getting better. So yep. I wasn't mad about it. You know, Henry, he, he was the double champ, uh, Olympic silver medalist. I mean, gold medalist. One of the greatest all time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What he said? Yeah, so I, silver I, medal. Yeah. Silver medal. Yeah. Oh, no. Henry, you know Henry, you're gonna hear that and fucking <laughs> lose it. Uh, I, yeah, I don't. To me, I don't. Yeah, I don't care if he took three years off. I'm not worried about it. Yep. And when you look, when if you when you re watch that fight, you'll see it. You know what Sterling does do well, and I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of guys do this when he when he tried to, when he's on the ground, he's on all fours to so make sure three points of contact on the ground so he can't throw the illegal knees. And if you do, you're gonna get disqualified. So when it's down there, I don't see that being an issue in your guys' fight. You know who knows? Maybe you decide to fucking grapple all of a sudden. But he he does do a good job of kind of baiting those illegal knees. It's a weird and very <laughs> successful kind of uh, thing that he does. Yeah, I think too. I mean, he's just—he's he, the type of guy that doesn't want to go out there and get in a slugfest. Which, hey, I get it. I don't technically really want to. I'd rather me be the one piecing someone up. And he just really doesn't want to get hit. He doesn't have a problem shooting. He knows the rule set, and uh, you can't knee someone when your head's down like that. He, and he and he knows that. So kind of, you know, he's all right. He wants to grapple. I'm sure we're going to be in that front head lock position. I might throw an illegal knee just for fun. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> why not yeah, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll yeah. see how it goes why not what's up you know, bro i'm getting my ass kicked fuck it yeah, no fuck I, I, we'll, we'll, I i'm sure we'll be in that position i'm i'm expecting you know ideally my the, my plan go out there and not let him grab me that's you know and and, and piece him up from the outside yep. his goal is going to be grapple 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 grab a hold of me at all costs and it's going down uh what dana mentioned august in uh be boston should probably there August 19th in Boston is kind of what we're thinking. Uh, that's what I'm planning for. I'm going to slowly start getting into camp. We're 14 weeks out, which is, I mean, 14 and a half, damn near 15 weeks out, pretty much four months. It's you know, time. people are like, oh, that's too quick of a turnaround. No. Not really. You know, no. he doesn't have any serious injuries. You know, he, he has plenty of time. Take a couple months off, two-month training camp, that's plenty. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't think that's too fast of a turnaround. I think that'll be perfect, especially if he wants to go up to 45. I'll send his ass up to 45. He can go fight back on the prelims. <laughs> yeah the only the only thing that would be kind of when people say oh it's too uh, quick of a turnaround would be the weight cut you know because it does cut a lot of weight that'd be the only kind of hiccup there but if he just stays you know doesn't go too crazy stays professional and knows that this is happening in august he should be all right sterling's professional yeah i mean hey four months is a lot 
it's not that fast. That's a good amount of time to, you know, yeah, don't get fat. Just stay, you know, just stay somewhat disciplined. You're the bantamweight champion, uh, the best fighter in the world. To be able to cut to cut weight again that fast shouldn't be that big of a deal. Agree, brother. And he's talking about after this one going to 145. Well, I think win or loss, he's going to go to 145. Let's say you take care of business, right? You piece this dude up, no illegal knees like we're talking about. For you mm-hmm. at for you at 135, you know, you got Marab, you got, you got some pretty good contenders. Are you looking, obviously we're not looking past Sterling, but is that who you kind of thinking next? Marab, especially after the whole jacket thing, stuff like that, kind of create a little bit of hype. Yeah, after Aljo, I definitely, you know, I'm, I plan on sticking around 35 for a while. 45 definitely in, in the future, but I, I would like to defend the belt at 35. Like you said, we're not looking past Aljo. I understand how big of a test and how, you know, difficult of a fight this could be, but I also know that I put his lights out the way he marches forward. As far as who would be next, um, it kind of depends. You know, I, I, I want that Cheeto rematch back. I think that's probably... But I know he's coming off a loss, so he'd have to go out there and get and, and get, get a win, win which yeah. is very yeah. He could do that. Corey, you know, people think that's a that's a big fight, it's kind of a big fight. Corey's probably like the worst guy at promoting himself or at uh, you know getting any interest mm-hmm. in, in fights. So you know that that's still there. Um, Corey Mrabs Mrab, yeah, definitely. There's already you know a little story behind that one, especially being Aljo's uh, friend. Uh, who else is up there? Um, I mean, when Rob you go through Font. the list, what'd you say? Rob Font just had a beautiful performance over Adrian Yanez. That's yeah, an interesting fight. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a lot of possibilities. I, I truly believe me versus any of those guys is a massive fight just because uh, I, I feel like, you know, people want to see me win. Some people want to see me lose. I do think I have more of the, the wanting to see me win fans. I'm curious what these odds will be when, when Aljo comes out, or me versus Aljo, the odds. Uh, I, I think it's like uh, someone came out with him. We we're talking about on Monday's show. Uh, I think it was like two to one, but remember two to one odds, but remember those guys who make the lines want movement. They want money on it. I bet by the time you guys yeah. fight, you might be a slight dog. You know what I'm saying? Barely, but two to one, this I, early I, I, out slight dog. Oops. I think, uh, um, I feel like I'm going to be more of an underdog to be honest. You think? Yeah. I think so. I mean, me versus Peter at one point, I was a four to one underdog and, uh, you know, that was a striker versus striker kind of matchup. So I do think, I think they'll probably have the, which I love. I love that shit. I love people getting going against me and betting against me and thinking I'm going to, you know, go out there and lose. I, you know, I use that. I, I'm on my treadmill listening to it. I'll listen to it on repeat. Um, so yeah, it, it doesn't bother me, but I'm very curious, you know, the closer the fight gets. Yeah, me too. But uh, have you? Uh, did you get uh, approached by the UFC because they're bringing tough back? So you have Connor and Chandler. So they're trying to get big stars on there to get the views back on that show to try to freaking revamp that thing because it's been a complete nightmare. Did no calls for you and Aljo to do that, or especially you? I would assume. Um. No. I. I think I just saw. Didn't Dustin Poirier say they offered him like eighty thousand for six weeks? Yeah, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm good." Something, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, realistically, for me to leave for six weeks and do that, something I would I would want a million dollars. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, but there's just no. if it's under that, there's yeah. no shot I'm doing that. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound ridiculous. I also think too. I heard you mention on the aerial show that you're not getting pay per view points for this fight. I mean, yeah. kind of makes sense. I mean, there's an argument where you're definitely. It's not even an argument. It's a clear debate that you're the main draw here and sell the ma- m- most pay per views, but. 
after yep. this fight, you're going Sizzler because it's gonna be as soon as you get the title, then then yeah. we're talking pay per view points. Even though you just renegotiated your contract, yeah, 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 yeah. And I talked to him about that. Like, there, you know, I have a very, very good relationship with the UFC. I've had a lot of sit downs, face to faces with Hunter and Dana and Sean. I have a very good relationship with the UFC. And you, know, you pick your pick your battles. You know, I wasn't willing to die on that and say, you know what, I'm not fighting or I don't want this. Blah blah blah. I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid. I'm happy with what I'm being paid pay-per-view points i i did ask that was negotiated was talked about um but hey i'm 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 okay i'm okay i'm happy with where we're at and i know i go out there and put alger's lights out which i very very well know i'm capable of doing the next fight pay-per-view points will be absolutely massive and it will all be worth it agree brother and also i'll get you out there soon uh i know you gotta get rolling man but also you know when i hear you're one of the few guys i talk you you were out here we talked before i think maybe text you were going to negotiate your contract. You don't have, you know, an agent do it. You, you do it yourself. And usually I'm like, Oh, that's going to be a nightmare worked out for you. And then Francis and Gano does the same thing. And like, yeah, but look, sugar got it done. I'm like different, different. And obviously it didn't, it didn't really work out in Francis's favor. I, I don't know exactly what went down in that in Dana's office, but it seems guys point to you and go, look, sugar don't have an agent. I'm like, it's just different. He has so much leverage with what he brings to the table, and these other guys don't. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a fighter. I want to fight. I mean, maybe Francis doesn't really, you know, he's fought, he's been the champ, he's done it. Maybe he doesn't want to fight that bad. Maybe, you know, I want to fight. I want to mm-hmm. fight. You know, I remember, you know, I'm sure like every, every fighter has fought for free. We've paid money just to, to be able to fight. Thanks. And I still got that hunger. I still have that drive. I still want to fight. So I was going to come to a, an agreement regardless. But I, I, I will say I'm very happy with how the deal played out. And, uh, you know, you learn a lot sitting down there doing doing your own deals. And it's 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 business. And there's there's skills and levels to business. And, uh, yeah, I had fun doing it. Good for you, brother. Um, how, how do you – I heard you mention this, too, that you – in I think you said four to five years you'd be interested in a Tank Davis, a Javante Davis fight – or a uh, Ryan Garcia fight? Did you watch the uh, Javante and Ryan fight? I did. Yeah, yeah. That I think you know. Uh, and people people hate on it, but you know, I, I, people also hated on me saying, you know, I told people I was gonna be in the UFC when I was eighteen. They're like, what? The, what? what sh- shut up! Like that's not realistic. You know. So that that just feels like something like this, where I I say something like that, and you know, get kind of shot down. But hey, watch it fucking happen. Yeah, it'd be weird to shut that down because we've seen it. Like, there's a path to this. It's not, you know, like when Connor in his heyday is like, I'm going to fight Floyd. Everyone's like, dude, what the? And he was the first. People are like, dude, get the hell yeah. out of here. Then you see that happen. You know, you got Jake and uh, Nate Diaz fighting. You know, you got Logan yep. Paul fighting Floyd Mayweather. So it's like, when I hear it, I don't go, well, that's never going to happen. It's like, yeah, no, that's that can happen. There's definitely ways to do yeah. this, you know? Yeah, Gervonta looked good too i mean that first round against ryan i was like man ryan's kind of bullying him he's bigger than him and gervonta made the adjustments as a professional he is and, and, and very very skilled you can see he's dedicated his life to boxing and made the adjustments and uh you know sat ryan down finished him with the body shot it was it was a you know beautiful performance for gervonta um you know i'm actually a fan i do talk shit on him i talk shit on a lot of people that are under <laughs> five four but that just is what it is uh, but he is super skilled yes yeah, he's the face of boxing right now. Do you know Ryan at all? Have you do you, are, do you and Ryan Garcia have a relationship? You guys would crush it together. Whatever whatever content you create, training. See, he's such a good dude. He lives up here, man. Really good dude. Yeah, I've messaged him, or we've messaged back and forth on Instagram a few times. We haven't really ever met or shot any content together. Um, 
but yeah, that's another fight like that could be up there eventually too. And and like I said about that fight, like that fight only happens if I go out there, you know, I have to at least be the bantamweight champ, potentially champ champ. Correct. Um, and 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 Javante has to go out there and keep doing his thing. So we both have to be major pay per view stars for the UFC to allow something like that to happen. They didn't, they allowed that to happen because Connor was as big as he was. Floyd was as big as he was, and that yep. just made sense. So if the UFC can make millions of dollars on it, they're all about it. The only way that's going to happen is if we're both massive pay-per-view stars. So the stars have to align. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's that's something I'd be interested in for sure. No, I dig it, brother. Dream big. Uh, are you excited yep. about the, the Nate Diaz and uh, Jake Paul fight? Ooh. Did you see the presser? Yeah, I did see the presser. I'm like, God damn, Nate Diaz looks like he's a philosopher sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, God damn, what the fuck did he just say? Did he just speak English? Uh, so he's like in between. There's no, yeah, there's no in between. Yeah, it's either brilliant or just like, is that English? Like there's no, yeah. it might be the weed though. I'm like, maybe just too hot. Maybe he got a good strain or some shit like that. Maybe just too hot. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I liked it. I think uh, I'm, I'm, dude, I'll watch every Jake Paul, Logan Paul. And I'll watch every Nate Diaz fight. So the fact that Jake and Nate are fighting, I'm all about that shit. I watched the press conference. I would be there if I wasn't, you know, having to fight Aljo in a couple or getting to fight Aljo a couple of weeks later. So yeah, that's a fight I'm very interested in. You have a, a a pick on that fight? I know you're a Nate fan. You're a Jake fan. I hate picking too because you know uh, Jake's, Jake's my uh, boy. But you know I, I'm UFC alumni, so I usually always ride with the UFC guys and with Nate. I'll, I'll say this: if Nate thinks that this is just like a youtuber and he's going to walk through him and can barely train it's gonna be a tough night for him if nate comes in 100 and takes it serious he has the capabilities to, to beat jake he definitely does he's as tough as they come and he can box his ass off this is all predicated on nate taking it serious that if people tell me he's training his ass off i would probably you know it'd be hard for me not to bet on nate i love nate too jake's my guy but nate's a dog you know but if he's not taking it serious it's it's gonna be a tough night. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in the same boat. I think the same is it, it well, depends on how serious Nate takes it. Regardless, though, Nate's never really been known for being hard to hit. He's never been known for like damn his head moving slick. He's no, always he been known for like holy shit, he can take a punch. Correct. Jake can deliver a punch, and with those boxing gloves, and you wrap your hand like a cast, you can get more power on those boxing gloves with the right hand than you can with the MMA gloves. I think so. Agree. You know, we'll see. We'll see. If Nate can take that right hand. It's at 185. Nate's not a 185er. He's, I mean, he, he's that heavy, but he doesn't mean he's, you know, that's his. That's know, not his fighting way weight. Fight no, not at all. Agree. Agree. So I, that, that plays a role. Huge fan of both guys. I've always went for Jake in every fight. And it's like, I'm not necessarily going for one or the other. Just a massive fan of, of what they're, they're both doing and very excited for it. Agree. I'll get you out of here on this, brother. So Snoop Dogg played a huge kind of role in your career. If you remember, he was commentating when you had that crazy knockout. I would like to see him back the way they brought the you know the Rock in for Masvidal or something for your title fight. Might as well Snoopa has never said no to a job. He loves you know he's constantly Ooh. working. I'm, I I don't know why we don't get Snoop involved with this title fight in Boston, bro. Just just throw yeah. that out there. Yeah, that, that that's interesting. I know every time Snoop's mentioned my name since then, it's always been Sugar Shane. So we'll have to work on that. But, uh, <laughs> Again, could guy, be the yeah. weed, dude. Could be the weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sugar Shane, I get, I get it. Uh, but yeah, that, that's interesting. <laughs> we'll. Uh, I'm sure Snoop's all about that, you know. So that, that, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea at all. Uh, last thing, for reals, last thing. 
uh, with your GQ, the GQ top 10, you had the freaking J Balvin J's in there. I gave you, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Brandon. Thank you, bro. That shit. Yeah, J Balvin messaged me from that. Yeah, he's like, yo, appreciate you wearing those. That was fucking, that was cool. Um, yeah, those are still some of my favorite pair of shoes. I love those. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Dude, when you when you become multi-time uh, champ, I wouldn't be surprised if Nike, you have a deal with Nike and you have a Ooh. very similar shoe of your own. Just like that shoe was, I know Jay Balvin, whatever he did, had his influence on it. It's like when I saw those, I was like, dude, that's Sugar Sean's shoe, bro. Like you stole his vibe, yeah. dog. That's his shit. Yeah, no, yeah, they, every time I wear those, people fucking like, what the fuck, those are so sweet, but yeah, those, uh, you know, let's manifest that, that shit would be, that shit would be so sweet. That's happening, brother, I don't even have them, I can't find a 13. When I game to him, I go, those are the dopest Jays I've seen in a while. I have some dope ass, right. this new Spider-Verses on, I would trade these in a heartbeat for yeah. your freaking J Balvin's though. Yeah, those are clean though, those are clean. Yeah, the J Balvin's, they're hard to beat, they really are, they're, they kind of they go with everything too, even though they're multicolor, they kind of just flow with everything. Love it, brother. Well, man, continued success. Stay healthy this uh, this training camp. You got, you got about 15 weeks, but I'm just yep. excited for you, man. You're a special dude. The UFC needs you, and you're doing the damn thing, brother. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, appreciate it. See you guys later. Have a good one. All right, Peace. brother. Take it easy, brother.